0: With this one technique alone, we managed to shave almost 80% off the cost per lead of getting a webinar sign up for our clients. Hi, and welcome to the Radical Webinar Podcast, the show that helps six figure high ticket coaches who hate marketing scale their business to seven figures and beyond with webinars. In this episode, we want to focus on the number one thing that's on the mind of many of our clients who run webinars which is how to reduce the cost per sign-up for their webinar. So in this episode, I will reveal five battle-tested strategies to slash that cost per lead so you can make your webinars more profitable. So let's start with strategy number one, which is to get clear about your target market. Now, what do you need to get clear about your target market? First of all, you need to clarify who they are, where do they live, and how old are they are. And perhaps you want to think about what kind of family do they live in? What's their family composition? Are they empty nesters? Do they live in a standard family with two kids? Or are they a single grown up person? And this is also important because this will determine what kind of core values they are likely to have. Because their core values are also important. Do they actually value money? or their careers more than they value their health and their relationships, or maybe they value their political views very strongly. So the other thing you want to discover is what kind of hobbies do they engage in. For example, if they like football, then you might want to look at what kind of football club to target in your marketing. And if they like golf, for example, you might want to target Those areas where there are golf courses so that you can actually reach your target market. And more importantly is what actually keeps them awake at night? Is it problems with their relationships? Is it problems with their finances? Are they worried about the future and what are they worried about in the future? Or is it something in the past that really bugs them at night? Because if your product or service can provide relief or solve that problem for them, then you have a winner. The other thing is you want to check out what other solutions have they tried before. For instance, they might have gone to some other coaches and what is it about those coaches that they tried and it didn't work? And ultimately, what is it that they actually desire? Is it like a pain-free life? Is it financial freedom, what is it that they desire that your solution can help provide? Now, you're probably thinking how you can use this in your marketing. The key here is to find your market to message match. Because once you find a good match, my friends, that is the one key to massively shaving your cost per lead. This tip alone has helped some of our clients shave up to 70, 80% off the cost per lead for their webinars. Number two is about making yourself stand out. In order to make yourself stand out, first of all, you got to check out what your competitors are saying and what they're doing. So go and check out their websites, check out the ads. What do they say in the ads? What are they offering? And what is their unique marketing position? Because we don't want to compete head on with the big guys. So imagine you going and competing head on with a big guy like Tony Robbins and saying the same thing because that is like committing marketing suicide, right? So I wouldn't suggest doing that. So what you want to find out is how your solution can be different from this. And perhaps also think about what controversial stance you can take. For example, Robert Kiyosaki, one of the controversial stance he took was that you don't go to school if you want to be rich. One of our clients called Vince Tan, he says that you can start your business by selling a product before you even make it. That is, is his controversial stance. So if you only got one thing today from this podcast, what I'd like you to remember is this. Don't copy your biggest competitors, but find a way to be different to them and everybody else. Number three is to write specifically for each media. So what do I mean by this? What I mean is if you're a good copywriter, please take those traditional copywriting principles and adapt them to each individual Media that you are writing for. But if you have an ad that works on YouTube, it should also work on Facebook and TikTok, right? Thanks for asking the question, Doubting Derby. I thought the same too. But sometimes what works on one social media channel, for example, doesn't always work on others. It comes down to user behavior for each specific platform. For example, on Facebook, on Instagram, it's a more social setting, right? Because people like to go there hang out with the friends, find out what their friends are up to, that kind of stuff. So in this case, you need to talk like you're at a party. Take traditional copywriting principles, but do not write like a traditional copywriter writing a sales letter. You need to write it to adapt to the environment that you're in. So on Facebook, for example, you don't really want to come across with hard-hitting direct response copy you might want to go softly and say, hey, have you discovered this new thing that's really trendy right now? Because that's the way people talk at parties, right? So that's what you want to do when you're writing for Facebook and Instagram. You want to come across more softly. You want to come across as if you're at a party and you're going to people Hey, I discovered this new awesome thing. Come check it out. Whereas if you're advertising on TikTok, for example, you might want to use very creative video ideas with a lot of demonstrations and a lot of transitions in your videos and YouTube. Of course, you have your own formula to persuade people to take action. What this means for you is this you need to familiarize yourself with each social media and each channel. And do not assume ads that work in one media will automatically work in others. So strategy number four is to make sure that your ads and your landing page has the same congruent message. This is a silent killer and most people don't even know about it. So what do I mean by having a congruent message? That means your ad and your landing page needs to have a similar or same message. Let me give you an example. Maybe on your ad, you may say, how do you discover and negotiate properties that are below market value? Yet on the landing page, you might say, discover the property hotspots in my free webinar. In this case, the message on the ad and the landing page are incongruent. So what you need to do is to make sure that both your ad And the landing page has the same message, which is negotiate and buy properties that are below market value. And the next thing is to ensure that your color scheme and your imagery is congruent. Meaning if in your ad, you're using cartoons or illustrations, make sure that on the sign up page, you're also using the same kind of colors and imagery. And also the other thing to take into consideration is the tone of your copy. So if you are writing your ad in a very fun conversational tone, make sure that that carries over to the signup page. So if you were wondering what you can do that's super simple, that will immediately cut the cost per lead for you for your webinars, I would say This would be it. Now, strategy five is to convert your high-performing written ads into videos. So what most people do is they actually think of an idea and they go and film a video. And in the end, it may not perform. So what I suggest is for you to use written ads first because it's so much easier to get written copy out before filming videos and editing and going through that whole process. And if they are high performing, then make a video out of it. And you know what? Nine out of 10 times, the video will work. And if you say, hey, I haven't even started running ads yet. Well, then look at your best performing organic posts and your blog posts or your YouTube videos and find out what messaging works there. So... From that, you can create a video ad that is more likely to perform after all that effort you put into filming and editing it. So the main takeaway for you for this point is that you probably already have winners under your nose. So why not leverage what already works? So that's it, guys. That's the five strategies and tips. I hope you implement them and find them helpful to shave the cost per lead for your webinars. So thank you for listening to this episode. And I just want you to remember that shaving down your cost per lead for your webinars is not rocket science. But if there's one thing that's going to really move the needle for you, is that you need to dive deep into marketing research and really understand your customer. That will be the one thing that will make everything else work in your marketing. So here's the good news. If you want our fast track system, I'm covering the five steps to successful market research in episode two, which is the next episode. Because once you have this, all other aspects of your marketing will fall into place and you attract higher quality prospects at a cheaper costs per lead to your webinar. Market research, that sounds so boring. Debbie, it may sound that way, but actually, market research is super fun because I get to learn a lot. And when I'm doing research, I get tons of great ideas to improve my marketing. So it's actually one of the best parts if you know what to do. And long-term payoff is you get cheaper leads to your webinars. So go ahead and click on the next solo podcast episode now. I'll see you there.